Well, 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 hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 179, 179 of the Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing today? I do hope you're well on this most mega of gaming weeks. I am joined this week by Miles Thompson. Hello there. Hello there. How are we? I'm very well. You know what I just did? Go on, tell me. I went into my bedroom and I shaved my head. What, as in just completely? Just all gone? Just all gone. Oh, what inspired this? You know when you get bored? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the rationale one ever needs. No, I mean, uh, my, uh, no, yeah, my, my, uh, my, my dad recently got a, uh, a cancer diagnosis. Um, he's doing all right. He's in hospital now getting chemo, but he, he started losing his hair today. And so I thought I'd, uh, thought I'd join him on the ride. And, oh, uh, doing get it rid in of solidarity. My... Fair yeah. play to you, mate. All the best for him. I hope it all goes all right. Um, yeah, me too, bud. Me too. He seems like he's doing all right, but it's very weird seeing my dad without hair because yeah, he's he, he has a very, a very kind of like young head of hair. He's had it for, for his entire life. So, uh, yeah, it's been a bit strange today. So, I'm doing, I think, yeah, I think my nephew's shaving his head as well. So, it's uh, yeah, nice. a, lot, a lot of solidarity going on. Absolutely. So, yeah, this is Fair your enough. segment, though. So, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thank you, mate. I'm good, you. I'm good, you. Good, you. I'm good to be. No good. idea what I just said there. Um, I haven't shaved my head, although I will say, back in I think it was like 2017, me and my football buddies all did it for like a charity thing, and it's not a look for me. You know, I look like oh, an really? egg, <laughs> like an actual egg, look like a proper egg. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. Again, just really busy, lots of games to play. I've got a couple of good ones on the go that I can't talk about, which is sad. Mm. Um, but yeah, otherwise, been all right, to be honest. We uh, obviously saw each other yesterday, which was very nice. It was very nice. Yeah, it was lovely. Nice little catch up, which was cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, otherwise, just going all right. Thank you, bud. Fantastic. Fantastic. We also have, of course, Kate to the A to the TKB. That's cat, by the way. Hello. Hello, pal. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. I'm a bit cold. I'm a bit chilly, you know? Well, oh, you should buy a nudie from Udi.com. I, I have. I, I didn't buy it myself, but I do have an Udi from Udi.com. Okay, um, cool. They're the best, but I'm scared to wash it. Not because I'm a mega skank, but because <laughs> um, because it's so fluffy and yeah. it's so furry, and you know the washing machine will just make it that weird fluff, like the flannel fluff. It's true. It's true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't wear it. I can wear it for about an hour, and I'm like, I'm getting too warm now, so I'll take it off. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't... Yeah, washing it scares me. So if you ever do it, let me know how it goes. Okay, yeah, you too. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> deal. Like, one day in about four years' time, you'll be like, I did it, and I'll be like, what did you do? And you're like, the thing. I'm like, oh, shit. Buried someone. And you're like, no, I'll wash my UD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're not sponsored by UD, by the way. We just like no. them. They're great. Yeah. They're doing a great job. Yeah. Keeping me warm. <laughs> uh, Joshua Thompson. Hello, I'm Hello, not wearing bro. a Udi, I'm wearing a Cardi from Cardi.com. Wow. See, <laughs> yeah. we're, see we're not sponsored by Udi at all. Other no. brands are available. Yeah, well, I don't know. I made up the website, but it's a cardigan. Um, okay. and happy Sonic Day to you and everyone that wants to celebrate Sonic. Thank you very much. I I've, there, a, I've but... got a very um, blue, uh, my LED lights in my flat are very blue right now in, in, uh, in celebration. Now, does it drop midnight tonight when we're recording this? Uh, yeah, if I had pre-ordered it on PSN, um, I could play it at midnight tonight. Oh, which I'm I'm holding out. I am holding out for one more day. I'm just going to okay. see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be brave, 
Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> um, it might be a it might be a, a worthless endeavor, but uh, we'll see. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hold off anyway. Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And well, our very own Kratos is back, Mister Sean Davies. Hi. Hey, man. How are you? Welcome back. Uh, thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be back. I I am Kratos, but the Kratos that ate a lot of cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Kratos. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't know, Sean's got a very bald head and a very large beard. So he does have that whole Kratos thing going on. And if That's... I could have been asked to do anything for Halloween, I would have got a Kratos. Sure, sure. Just painted my fat body grey and got <laughs> out of the streets. <laughs> you could totally pull it off, man. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, can you imagine Kratos with um, five versions of Atreus, though? Yeah, it'd be the most annoying game ever. <laughs> you're out there otherwise yeah yeah I'm, I'm you know living the dream as you do Amazing. I was going to say that um, like on, on the Udi situation um, mm. I recently like I did a ran a fairground ride at a fireworks night and for whatever reason lots and lots of youngsters were wearing Udi's out as like their clothing oh god and a lot of them got muddy mm. like there was a lot of people falling over in mud and my my immediate reaction was, how do you wash that? Yeah. So so whenever whenever one of you figures this out, just share the, share the news. Well, as we've been talking about this, I remember opening my Udi and there was a little note saying, "Wash this before you put it on," because then it gets like extra fluffy and stuff. Um, and I was too scared to, so <laughs> to know if I'm really enjoying it to its full potential. Are you, t- are you telling me that there could be another level of fluffiness that you've not yet achieved? Apparently so. Apparently so. But you're Maybe. already impressed with it. I call bullshit. I think that's a way for Udi to like placate anybody who says, the washing machine ruined my Udi. It's not as fluffy. So if they tell you to wash it before, then you don't know how fluffy God is. That's my conspiracy wow. theory. Yeah, that's my conspiracy theory on that one. If anybody wants to uh, share um, their... Their Udi experiences with us in Cad will uh, spin it off into a brand new crime podcast. Udi Gates. Udi Gates. <laughs> Udi Gates, a new spin off from Fingers. <laughs> oh, glad to hear you're doing well, sir. Um, right then, let's crack on to Game of the Week. Uh, we'll go from the top. Mars Thompson, your Game of the Week. I really struggle with this because I talked about Modern Warfare 2 last week. And the only other game I've played that I can talk about this week is Castle Renovator. And as anyone who's read the review on the site knows, it's not very good. It's terrible. Well, it's not quite terrible, but it's not far off terrible. Um, I don't think I've ever played a game where the frame rate, screen tearing, and texture popping was so bad it genuinely made me feel sick within five minutes of playing it, and this somehow managed to achieve that. Um, it's supposed to be a game about clearing up like uh, dilapidated castles, uh, hence the name. And it's meant to be one of those, like you know how you've played like Power Wash Simulator, and it's meant to be like, Really bare bones, but also just really satisfying. It's there to serve a particular purpose, right? Yes. Yeah. And people like that. So I get why this exists. But my God, is it done so badly? So like I said, the texture where you can't actually see a lot of the stuff that you need to interact with unless you're within about five meters of it. Um, Everything's broken. So like you just walk around, you basically just press R2. That is the whole game. You clear up barrels, cloths chunks of rubble and debris you just pick up and apparently it just disappears into thin air um 
And you don't actually really build castles. This is what kind of upset me the most, is the idea is that you clear up stuff, you make money and materials, and you build your own castle, and you only get to do that right at the end of the game, and the building mechanics are so, like, clunky and awkward to use. I didn't actually even bother to build myself an actual castle, and I think that's what's made me the most upset. I don't think this would have got a 3 out of 10 if I could have actually built my own castle, but I couldn't because the interface is horribly laggy, just nothing works. Like, it's barely functional. But I guess if you like just cleaning stuff and you like the satisfaction of knowing that things are now clean on a digital game, then maybe you'll enjoy something about this for about 10 minutes, maybe. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Because you wonder what the magic of Power, power Simulator is when it can't be replicated that easily. Yeah. Like, there are good simulator games out there. Like, they exist now because people like them. And this one, I don't know what went wrong with it, but it just did not capture it. And there's, like, you have, like, your own little town that you're supposed to, like, build houses for and then rent the houses out. But you don't get any NPCs in your town, so you just build these empty structures and it says it's rented. And apparently they get dirty, but you don't see any dirt that just is. So you go to another NPC, you press R2 on them, and then everything's cleaned. You don't see any of it happen, nothing like... Oh, see, that's not that's not the same. That's where the problem is, you know? It's like, it's basically an Excel spreadsheet as a game, and that's basically the bare bones of how this thing works. Um, but without any of the satisfying stuff that I imagine Sean can do with an Excel spreadsheet. Um, sure. Yeah, it just, it just felt sad, you know? I wanted to enjoy it. I really wanted to build my own little castle and have a nice little time for an hour, and instead I just felt sick. <laughs> so I can't really recommend it, but it's my only game of the week I can talk about. I mean, so you, here we are. You say that. I mean, Power Simulator can be very relaxing and very chill. And yeah. that's just kind of, that's its whole thing. But when you're looking for, like, one centimeter of thing that you haven't cleared up, and you don't know where it is. Oh, oh my God! Is it, <laughs> is, is it frustrating? But um, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. You're looking for that kind of that same vibe, and it didn't hit it so well. No, and so, it know. has that same problem of if you've missed one piece of they call it garbage uh, on the map somewhere, you just have to roll your ass around the map until you manage to come across whatever random object it's decided as trash compared mm. to all the other objects which aren't trash, but you can't pick up. It's yeah. It's not good. <laughs> All right, gotcha, gotcha. Play Power Wash instead. Okay. Uh, we are not sponsored by Power Wash in Malaysia. We just think it's really good. Um, Kat, your game of the week. Hello. Um, hi. My... Hi. <laughs> uh, my game of the week is a little cozy switch game called Lonesome Village, or Lonesome Village, wherever part of the country you're from. Um, it's kind of like a cozy kind of puzzle but not puzzle farming simulator it kind of like if puzzle games and stardew valley had a baby that would be like what this game is um it's it's essentially about a, a little coyote who comes to the the village and he and he realizes the village is completely empty and what's happened is is this tower has been like erected in the middle of the city that's it not the city the village and uh, he needs to save everybody. Everybody's been like encapsulated in the village uh, tower thing. Um, and they've been like made into stone and their statues. And he needs to complete puzzles on each floor to release a villager. Um, but he can only access each floor with friendship hearts. Sounds really gay when I explain it like this, but it's super cute. <laughs> and he has to get friendship hearts by doing like errands for like the, the villagers that he has already saved. Um, and that could look like... 
um, you know, getting some flowers, uh, growing vegetables, finding vegetables, like find like find like fishing, um, you know, building like a windmill, like just stuff like that. So it's and the puzzle games, like props to this, um, props to Ogre Pixel because the puzzles in it are probably like the most creative puzzles that I've probably ever seen in a in like in kind of like a very cozy kind of switch like game um they're not your generic like go over here go over there this one fits here this one fits there they were like they're all mini puzzles each floor has just one puzzle but like there was loads of stuff there's like and it it plays on those old classic puzzles as well like Tetris but it does its own version or it does its own version of like the match game or it does its own version of like it does this cool thing where like you have to follow the path but if you veer off the path you start from the beginning and um just loads of stuff like it uses like light and it uses floor and it uses space and it uses levels like really really well there's like a puzzle where you have to get all the cheese and like go through like walls and um, little mouse holes um, and he changes in size depending on what mouse, mouse hole you go through to get all the cheese parts. And then after you finish the puzzle, you get like this little object that reflects the village, um, the villager that you're going to save. And and yeah, and, and you can like unlock alchemists, you'll unlock locksmiths, you'll unlock all sorts of people to like search and explore different areas of the village. So there's like a swamp and there's like... So yeah, it was really, really fun. The only not very fun thing is... Um, the save system it's completely manual and mate like in 2022 like put an auto save in because when there's when it's buggy i've lost two and a half hours this fucking game where it's like bugged out on me and i've had to restart and i've completely forgotten to save the first time was really bad the first time was like an hour and a half in and uh the whole screen just froze on me and i couldn't get out of it and I was like, please, 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 sir, please let me unsave this. Please let me save this quickly. And I had to do the whole hour and a half again. So I let my lesson very quickly. And then it happened 20 minutes in the other day. And I was like, oh, fine. So then I was saving like a ridiculous amount. And then uh, then it happened again. And I lost my patience with it. So I've started writing a review. <laughs> so, um... Wow. That <laughs> so was a I... roller coaster. It was. And I really liked it. But I haven't, you know, there's lots that I haven't seen because fuck me if I keep going the way I'm going I'm gonna be saving after every step I take <laughs> because crikey um and it's got, it's got like a cute little day and night cycle as well um yeah it, it's cool it's um it's nice I just wish it wouldn't freeze on me that'd be nice That's fair. yeah yeah because I you know you spend time collecting stuff and waiting all night for the fucking flowers to grow and then then you're like oh nope got to wait another night because it's frozen on me and I didn't save it five minutes ago (laughs) so uh but other than that my review will be with you guys shortly you can read that all about that about 700 words in but I still feel like I've got a lot to say so we'll see we'll see we'll see cats switch the home of every 22 cozy life sim Literally, 2022, I've got you covered for Cozy Lifesons. <laughs> yeah, you, you could see your own top 10, couldn't you, by the end of the year, I think. I actually think I could. I might be able to. Maybe I will. Maybe <laughs> I'll be, do that. <laughs> that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, all right, thank you very much. Uh, Josh, what is your game of the week, sir? Uh, I want to quickly ask Sean. Sean, what is your game of the week right now going to be? I was going to talk about the chant. Okay. So my game of the week is Kovox Pitch. Um, Sean reviewed it over on the site over the weekend, I think it came out. Um, 
Uh, it's a 2.5 rhythm game uh, made by, I want to say, Calvaris Games. I think okay. that's how you say it. Um, Calvaris, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was quite a short rhythm game. Um, I think you can get more mileage out of it if you kind of edit track. You can edit your own tracks into the game. Uh, but the story is kind of the, the only thing that I majorly played. Um the story isn't as significant uh, as maybe it could have been. Um, I don't know if that's... Um, it, it just felt like the dialogue was a little bit uh, awkwardly delivered and it went nowhere for a while. Um, but it's a nice little story. But the main bulk of it is kind of like the rhythm game aspect. Um, so you essentially hit baseballs uh, that fire out from the back of a truck in time with the music and the music itself is incredible. Um, they're from a Russian band called the end of sunny days is kind of like the Russian translation of their band name or the English translation. Um, and it's kind of like no wave indie post-punk music. And it's actually really chilled. Um, uh, and at the start of it, I thought, Oh, this is easy, but the more you play, like the more, um mechanics they input into the into the levels and it becomes very hard actually becomes like a really hard rhythm game to that really needs your concentration um there's the things the last like, level can fuck off <laughs> oh have you played it as well now oh my god that fourth the last level oh I can yeah control, I can do you know what and that's a really weird pacing thing that i thought like that the area before the last was the hardest savage, yeah. and and the last area is like as easy as the first. I don't know if it's kind of like a victory lap, like you get to listen to really good music whilst just chilling. I think it is. I think it's like a well done, you made it here. Now just enjoy the last three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the baseballs come at you. They can be a neutral color. They can be red or they can be blue, and they're si- assigned to a, a face button. So you know you've got your uh, X and square that will do the reds or blues. Either way. And then triangle circle does the other color. And then you've got balls that you can't hit. And then you've got to change lanes with the L2 trigger or R2 trigger to hit another truck that's firing baseballs. And it gets quite chaotic along with the music that it's presenting. I think it follows, the music kind of follows the story beats too, in terms of like the emotions that the kind of narrator is telling you. Um, and it's just a sweet little game. Um I quite enjoyed Lo-Fi Ping Pong, which um, they made before. Uh, you know, they're, they're cheap games and they're not too, they take too much of your time, but, it, you know, for something to chill out to, like, this is this is really fun, really cool, really like the art style. It's kind of like a, it's like a anime art style sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, I just really enjoyed it off the back of reading Sean's review and, um, yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game. It does sound it. I really enjoyed Sean's review, and it sounds like something I could get into. So I will, uh, I will jump into it at some point. Definitely. Um, and finally, um, Sean, your game of the week, sir. Thank you. I, I just wanted to to appreciate the fact that I think everyone who's played it on this podcast has had ex- exactly the same experience, like mm. the wheel difficulty curve with with the curve arts pitch, and how hectic it can be. Um, it's not often that we all agree on a game. <laughs> this might be the first time ever. Very rare. So, it's very rare. It happened. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, my, my game of the week is called uh, The Chant. Comes from uh, Prime Matter and a developer called Brass Token in Canada. It's a uh, it's like a you know that missing AA genre. You know the not the AAA, not the indie, but the the mid sized studio that do like a really ambitious game, but like they shoot for the stars and end up somewhere in between. Are we talking and like the, like like the the the, the uh, Strange Brigade kind of middle ground? Yes, yes. Yeah. Like like you know if you you could probably like stretch this. If if this hits all of your boxes, it would be a solid eight out of ten, like Vampire. You remember Vampire? Yep, the Masquerade. Like, yep. Yeah. No, no, the V A M P Y R. Oh, that one. Vampire. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, that game is so good. Exactly. Like, but but like that was a def- definitive seven out of ten game because people played it and were like the combat is shit, the the conversations are shit. It's a five out of ten game, and some people were like, it's amazing. It's an eight out of ten. And this feels like that. If if you are into teen suspense movies where people end up at a you know a, a spiritual retreat before things go spooky, this is this is the game for you. Uh, you play as a character called Jess, who's got like some historic trauma, along with a friend Kim, and they both go to this crystal, uh, like crystal spiritual retreat where they all sit around in a circle and start singing chants. And for whatever reason, this spawns in this colourful fog called the gloom, which is colour-coded to each character. So each character wears one of these crystals around their necks. And the gloom for each character contains their insecurities and their past traumas that like, kind of haunt them. It's it's fine. Like, the, the, right from the off, you kind of guess... Um, you kind of guess that... But where the story's going because it kind of telegraphs itself so badly. But there's quite a lot of other good stuff in there that that's worth a look. And if you are into those kind of like survival horror where it's not actually, you know, like lots of survival, it's more like a you know, kind of control or the the dark pictures anthology games, then it's definitely worth a look. I also just wanted to give a quick shout out that Netflix Games released a, a new game this week, which is like kind of eating all of my my time at work. It's called Skies of Chaos. It's a shoot 'em up, but like cool. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> these, <laughs> there are these like horizontal, like bullet hell shoot 'em ups where you move a plane and they shoot. Sure. And there's like loads of them on mobile. This one's mm. actually this one's actually good. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Um, what's your game of the week, Ross? Uh, well, my game of the week is kind of several games because I don't know if this counts, but my game of the week is um, getting collectibles on PlayStation Stars. Um, that's been my game of the week. Um, there, there was one that was sitting there that was like a 1982 cassette player or something um, that Sony released, and they had these kind of like random names for each game that you had to play. So you had to decipher them and break, figure out which game you had to play. And it turns out there were six different games that you needed to load up on your PS5 in order for this to count. And so there was Until Dawn, which I haven't played ever. Um, that was sitting on my PlayStation for a while. Um, Until Dawn, there was Detroit Become Human, which I do not have the stomach to play again, but I played for about 25 minutes and then it popped. Um, I played that first mission again. I feel like I've done it about a thousand times now. Um, I still can't save Connor. He still dies. I don't know what to do. Doesn't matter. Um, I had to play. Oh God, 
Heavy Rain. Um, that bored me after like 15 minutes. I couldn't get into that at all. Um, but the, 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 there was a couple others. Um, Sony exclusive. Death, Death Stranding was one. Um, and Uncharted 4. Now, here's the thing about Uncharted 4, about this goddamn unlock. The Legacy of Thieves edition, the one that is currently only available on PS5 because they wiped out the other one, does not pop this particular thing. So I downloaded it, all 70-odd gigs of it, and I've played it for uh, like two hours. I've already completed the Legacy of Thieves one, so I just picked a random level and played it for an hour. And I just like, why isn't it popping? It's not popping. It's really annoying. The last one I had to do. It wasn't until I had a look, I went on to uh, Reddit and had a nose. People were having the same problem. Turns out you've got to play the cloud version of Uncharted 4 in order to pop that particular one. So you've got to stream Uncharted 4 instead of actually downloading it in order to unlock that particular collectible. That was a giant pain in my ass. Um, but it's all done now, and I have lots of shiny things. The only things I don't have currently are monkeys, but I'm going to get a load of coins for buying Sonic tomorrow, so I should be able to get some monkey, um, the Ape Escape guys, on there as well. I can't stop. It's killing me. Someone stop me from downloading every game ever just so I get a little collectible on PlayStation Stars because it's driving me insane. Um, I don't know if you're taking that as seriously, Sean, but yesterday I went full pelt on this thing. Um, did, did you get the Sinistail? Yes. Um, I, I feel like if this was some kind of experiment to affect the way we play games, been very successful. Mm. Um, I was in a caravan in Blackpool with no Wi-Fi connection when this came up, and it was just 24 hours. You're know, only available for the next 24 hours. So I walked into the arcade and sat and played Kovacs Pitch on my phone by a remote play in order to get Sinisnail. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, this is the, yeah. Did you, like, I've, I've downloaded Mortal Kombat 11 twice now. Yeah, I've played, uh, I've played Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Um, what? God damn it. And I've, I've, I've had no interest in playing that game ever, but there I was playing it just yeah. to get a fucking collectible that no one cares about. I think, I think I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that I've missed some. Mm, um, me too. So like the PS3 won't, won't appear for me for some reason. Um, but like I'm just I'm just happy that they're doing something which is this is pushing me outside of my comfort zone, and I'll be honest with you, I've really enjoyed the games that I've played that it's pushed me to do. Like I would not have played Death Stranding if it wasn't for this, and then suddenly I sat down and played four hours with Death Stranding. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, and I'm definitely going to go back to it over Christmas. So with Death Stranding, I loaded up the menu screen and it popped. I was like, oh okay, I'll do. Happy days. <laughs> just deleted it again. Um, it's just a just a pain, and it's all the bandwidth as well. I mean, it must be at least three hundred gigs worth of games that I downloaded in the last few days that are now just deleted for this exact purpose. Ah, absolute nightmare. Anyway, let's crack on with the quiz. Beep 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 the quiz. Uh, so Yay, this thank week... you for that very easy cutting area. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um. So this week's quiz is literally a hardware quiz. Um, I have checked uh, at least two of the previous hardware quizzes to make sure I've got no duplets. At the moment, I, ha- I don't think I do have any duplets. Um, so because it's, yeah, you know, it gets hard to think of games after you've done like 40 of these. Um, 
so um yeah so i'm going to share my screen i am going to play the first 10 seconds of um well i'm gonna play some yeah it was 10 seconds we've been doing isn't it first 10 seconds yes. i feel like i did five and then 10 but i feel like i might just play the first 10 just to stop the whole round thing from going on and then we can go from there um so you're gonna get 10 all in one and um yeah first person to buzz in slash emoji um gets the first guess um that is just in case there was a tie i do actually have a tiebreaker song so you know i dare you I dare oh you god to you've even you're even set for a tiebreaker this time i know i know i wow. dare you to tie now so <laughs> <laughs> okay so let me let me share why share sound this one you should be seeing a post-it note am i right can confirm. yep can confirm Woo! can confirm it's seen a post-it note i can see all the answers <laughs> you're a little liar your taylor swift on fire taylor swift nudes here what <laughs> <laughs> yeah just me keeping them on my work laptop <laughs> silly me um you know how okay. much money you can make if you sold them <laughs> <laughs> you could buy okay. taylor swift tour tickets you could buy Taylor. You could buy Taylor Swift. I think, to be honest, <laughs> probably could. Uh, she's very rich, though. Um, anywho, shall we start? Can you still see our hands go up, Cap? Oh, yes, you can. You go up straight up to the top. Because I can't see anyone else's screen but Cap's. Yeah, point, actually, I don't. I, I can can't... see the participants oh. on the right side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have I you, can. You got side yeah, by side mode on. Yeah, I can't. No, I can see all of you now. So, Miles, you're the only one who's got your hand up so far. All right? Okay, Okay. cool. Fabulous. Okie dokie. So, first one is quite a mean one. Wait, how do I do hands on on this? Um, Should be at the bottom of reactions. Yeah, Yeah, it should be under reactions. reactions Oh, yeah. Okay, carry on. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Want to do a little testy test? No, it's all good. There you go. Oh, no, that's Josh's. Uh, okay right first one is quite a mean one um because i start mean now who knows um and it's for very eagle-eyed people eagle or eagle-eared eagle-eared who knows okay good luck question one first 10 seconds uh oh my god ross dark souls no Oh no! No, it's not Dark Souls! Oh, fuck it. <laughs> uh, Miles. God of War. <laughs> yeah, bloody asshole. <laughs> the 2018 one. Wrong. Sean. God of War 2. Not also wrong. Very sorry. Joshua. What? Wait, it's not the new reboot one. Not is Ragnarok, the one before. Is that's it God of War Ragnarok? <laughs> Joshua is God of War Ragnarok. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Got in on the technicality. Oh, oh my God. That was a mean one. That was a I mean one. It's the rest of the six seconds. Sounds bagging, doesn't it? This is going to be so hyped Wednesday. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for Sonic okay. Frontiers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. Um, uh, yeah. Question two. Oh, this is going to be really quick. Ross. Four guys. Yeah, hold on. 
Yay. What a banger, by the way. If you ever want to be hyped up, when I was like making this earlier, I honestly listened to this for about 45 seconds, just jamming in my chair. I was like, yeah, this is such yeah. a tune. And on Spotify, it has the lyrics to this song. And the lyrics are, wow, 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 wow. It literally just says wow <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I thought they said Mia Khalifa. <laughs> Mia Khalifa. <laughs> Mia Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> another one another one uh question three this is a bit of a new one josh is it a plague tale requiem it fucking is yeah <laughs> okay no Great more mean work. ones there were no more mean ones <laughs> um okay number four question four Miles. Dark Souls 3. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> I had to think about that. I was like, that's definitely not Dark Souls 1. <laughs> uh, question 5. Miles. Day's gone. It is day's gone. Hold well on. I was surprised I hadn't put that in there before, but I had God, it, it wanted to be the last of us so badly, didn't it? It, <laughs> it did. It really, really did. But it, it just wasn't. <laughs> really tried. Okay. Uh, next one. Question six. Any takers? I know it, but I, it's not there yet. I, there's a moment that comes up where I'm like, yep, not quite there yet. Okay. Do you want me to play it again? Is that uh, the full thing? You're not playing 15 That was seconds? the full 10 seconds. Oh, well, oh, oh we can go up to 15. Okay, all right, fair enough. I didn't know if we could go up to 12. I couldn't remember. Okay. I'll go to full 15. Yeah. Okay. It's so... It's right there. It's very familiar, isn't it? Sean. What is that? Hmm? Mass Effect? Oh, no, it's not. Nice, though. Okay. I should just sound like it. I thought you just said Razor Light. <laughs> 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 no, not, not Mass Effect. Got final two seconds. <laughs> that was that. That didn't help at all. Uh, what I can do is a third attempt. I will click it somewhere can, random and play the. Can I, can I have another guess? You can have Ooh, a spirit point. Controversial. Um, is Outer Worlds? It's the Outer Worlds. Yeah. How the hell did you get that? Well done. Because it's just about to do the whole like big chordy thing, isn't it? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna play Never. it randomly for ten seconds. Like... Yeah, it is. Oh, it's so good. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. It's favorite point for sure. Well done, mate. Okay, question seven. Ross. Just Dance 2023. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Joshua. It is Fortnite. It is Fortnite. It is the OG. Oh, sick. The OG theme. 
Fortnite. Oh my Ross, God. I felt like you missed a trick on that one, Ross. Yeah, yeah I really should have yeah, paid more attention. I really, I really thought you were going to get it. I was like, wow, he's really into this. <laughs> well, I wasn't into it like back then. Come on, I'm not a nerd. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be me. Uh, question eight. Oh, no. Josh. It is the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> it's not, but it fucking sounds like it. Yeah. Hello. Miles. It's the Tomb Raider reboot. It totally is the Tomb Raider is reboot. Is that the water tower theme? Um, It says uh, Adventure Found Me, so it, could, it very well could be. I'm pretty sure it plays when you're climbing the water tower and it collapses. Yeah. So this is the last five seconds for anyone. Yeah, very nice. Um, okay. Laura! China! <laughs> uh, question nine. Sean. Oh, it's a fucking piss game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'm sure one. you know That's this. It. You know this. I thought of you putting this in. No, I fucking do know it. It's just like uh, it was in my brain and now it's gone. Is that because you hate Fuck it so. that much? You don't want to think of the name of it. No, I love this game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> just fucking give Roscoe the go. Jesus. Okay, Christ. okay. You can come back in if he gets it wrong. Uh, Ross. Um, is it Bring Me to Life by Evanescence? <laughs> <laughs> This is Ross's new party trick. That if he doesn't know it, he just says shit. We should uh, keep a compilation of all of Ross's random answers because I feel like they're almost as good as the actual answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celeste, it? It's fucking Celeste. It is Celeste. Well done, mate. Oh, well done. Fuck this Bye-bye. game. <laughs> no one is no, fucking quest. <laughs> no, no one has ever said fucking Celeste about that game. <laughs> yeah. Here are the final eight seconds for anyone who likes. Oh, it's such a good soundtrack. Very nice, very nice. Okay, are y'all ready? Let's go. Is it Get Lucky, Daft Punk featuring Pharrell Williams? Sound <laughs> of the summer. Yes, yes it is. Because that song's a banger. Uh, Josh. Is it Medieval? Oh, it's not. That's, that's a, a good shout. That was though. a good, good shout game. Uh, Sean? Little Nightmares. It's not, no. I can see how you'd think that, though. Millis? Is that Hollow Knight? It's not, no. Mm. Would you like me to play it again? we play again. And if you'd like a hint, it's a sequel. I kind of had my guess, but I feel like I have an answer. You can have a spirit point. Uh, has everyone had a go? Yeah. Is it yeah. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? It's totally not, but oh. it totally sounds like it. I totally yeah, agree with you. It really does, yeah. No, I don't want you to have to part in a different hurdle. Um, so the anyone else want a spirit point go? Is it twenty two by Taylor Swift? 
<laughs> it's actually backwards though. It's just to, mm-hmm. to, to disguise it. Okay, but twenty-two backwards is twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I fucked up my joke then. Didn't okay. I? <laughs> uh, okay. So this was Portal Two. Oh. Uh, oh. We're all on the entropy center these days, you know. No, I know. Yeah, we've yeah, moved on. We've all moved on. My bad. Um, I um, I really want. I did a tiebreaker, and I feel like I will give out two points to anybody who gets the tiebreaker one because I made an effort to find it. How do, do we, we feel about that? Do we do, do we have a clear winner? Yeah. Do we have a winner otherwise? Yeah. Would the person? be beaten if they yeah. if gets it. Oh. And no. Because <laughs> I've got the most right now. And I want okay. to win something. Okay, how yeah, about okay, how about how about how about no 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 I I'm a gambling man. I won't I'm be mean. Man. No 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 I won't be mean. How Let's about I just give a spirit point out. There we go. Because spirit points can't be included points. And plus it was supposed to be a tiebreaker and there is no tie. So one spirit point if you get it right. Here we go. Sean. Uh, that's a mistake. I didn't mean to put my hand up. Just a little keen bean. <laughs> I, no, I don't, I don't know really what I did because the cat walked across the keyboard. So, <laughs> hey, What was your cat's answer then? <laughs> uh, what, what's the answer? Uh, it, what remains of Edith Finch? <laughs> no. No? Oh, what a shame. Uh, oh, cat's favourite game. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just, it's just, it's, it's great. It's a great game. Oh man, it was just about to get to the bit. We yeah, it was we just about to get. <laughs> it's a mean one, Ross. Is it? Do you hear the people sing from Lamers Around? <laughs> oh my god, yes, it is. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's just about to be like, do you hear the people sing? Uh, Josh, you had singing the up. song of Angry yeah. Men. I was meant to try and mute because I had a hiccup coming. But no, <laughs> I just raised my hand. hand up instead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, no spirit points for anybody. That was. Can we not hear the next five seconds and then try? Okay, fine. Yes, you can. Let's hear the That didn't help me in the slightest. That sounds like you, me at six, Lincoln Park had a baby. It really does. Yeah. yeah it does a bit, yeah. <laughs> Is there something Japanese? Um. I mean, yeah, technically. Because they technically. love their boy band mellow ballads, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is Japanese. What do you think it is? I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Final Fantasy? Uh, no, you're going to kick yourself, Ross. Crisis Ooh. Core Final Fantasy? No, it's not no. Final Fantasy. Core. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> uh, no. Is yeah. it Kingdom Hearts 3? It oh. oh, it okay. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, Sonic Frontiers. Wow. I don't know the soundtrack what? of Sonic Frontier. <laughs> I didn't know how many times you might have watched a trailer. You've got uh, you know... to be able to listen. This has been like a preemptive quiz of all the games that have like just all are coming out. There were yeah. two. There were two miles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, can we all give Josh a round of applause for winning his first quiz? Thank you. No Tom tactics there. <laughs> uh, so Josh you went away with three uh, excuse me Miles went away with two Ross and Sean you both got one but Sean gets an extra spirit point so there you go I still would like to say when I said God of War 2 I meant Ragnarok but 
I couldn't think of the fucking word Ragnarok. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> you can get another spirit point. <laughs> uh, I'm full of spirit today, guys. Thank you very much. rolling in spirit. <laughs> Funny. Anyway, that's that's my quiz. Have a, oh, have a... Thank you for the quiz, Kat. That's Love the right. harder ones. Always good fun. That was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. No worries. Well done, Nosh. Thank you. All right, then let's crack on with the news. And the biggest news of the week is Sonic Frontiers is good. No, it's not the biggest news of the week. Uh, the biggest news of the week is that PSVR 2 has got itself a release date and a price. I'm going to read from VGC. Mr. Chris Scullion. Uh, Sony has announced that PSVR 2 will be released in February. The new VR headset will officially launch on February 22nd, 2023. The price will be £529.99 and includes the PSVR 2 headset, PSVR 2 Sense controllers and stereo headphones. This makes the PSVR 2 more expensive than the PS5 console itself, which is currently costing £479, following a near-global price increase. There will also be a £570 bundle, which includes a PlayStation Store voucher code for Horizon Call of the Mountain. Now, 11 new games have been confirmed, nine of which are currently on other systems. Um, they include Crossfire Sierra Squad, The Light Brigade, Cities VR Enhanced Edition, Cosmonos High, Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue, Jurassic World Aftermath Collection, Pistol Whip VR, Zenith The Last City, Out of the Fall, and Tentacular, and of course, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um, so, uh, we have our dates, we have our prices. Um, what do we reckon? Uh, Sean? I imagine I'm going to be a, a voice on its own here, um, but I, I like the price, um, primarily because what they're offering with PSVR 2 is probably the best VR on the market. Um, while Quest is probably going to be more accessible, the Quest Pro isn't, because it's going to cost a grand and a half for hardware that's worse than the PSVR 2. And every other headset costs just as much for just worse hardware. So, um, yeah, I mean, for, for, it sounds like a lot of money, um, but in, in VR world, you wouldn't be able to get a, a, a PC that could run the games that this the PS5 will be able to run with a headset for less than a grand, which is what you're looking to pay for the PS5 and a PSVR 2. So, I, I get like, I get why people are going. Wow, that's really expensive. But I mean, in in compared to every other solution that out there for VR, it's the best. And price wise, it's the best. So I I don't really get the complaints. I think if people wanted a two hundred pound headset, those exist already, and you'll get the crap VR that we've been getting crap VR for a while. But if you really want something that's that's worthwhile then this is the thing you're going to need. Um, it's going to be wired, which is, is still kind of, it's, it's, it's putting you know, a couple of people off. Um, but obviously, you know, if, if you want to spend a grand and a half on a Quest Pro and get the um, hardware that's not as good as a PS5, but is completely wireless, then that's available too. As, as for games, there's like 45 games now that have been confirmed to be coming out uh, at launch. Um, there's all the kind of games, a lot of games now that were coming out on PSVR. I've now said we're coming out on PSVR 2. So uh, after the fall, which is out on PSVR now, that's getting a patch with all the new DLC so that you'll get the, the new version. A lot of really cool games have been announced. And I'm really excited to get my hands on one. So, yeah, that's my take. 
I knew you'd be all happy about it, man. I knew you'd be really excited. It is a crazy piece of kit, and if it does live up to what Sony is saying, it's it is going to be worth the money. But it is a it is you know, whatever way you look at it, it's a it's a hefty amount if you look at it as a kind of single piece of hardware to own. Uh, Josh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think the biggest thing is possibly the whole backwards compatibility stuff that has got enthusiasts a little bit miffed if they've got PSVR games already on deck. Um, I think PS Plus have already offered uh, VR games in the past as like a freebie if you've been a member um, during that time. Uh, And I know a lot of them, I know a few of them are coming back to uh, be a PSVR 2 title. But um, yeah, I think it, it, it just rubs people the wrong way in terms of like, uh, why can't we, you know, have the game that we've already bought again? sort of thing um i feel but i feel like it might not be a sony wants your money type thing go on sean i just wanted to say would you finish that i'd spoken to a developer about this and this isn't something that sony are mandating but um that sony don't want to speak for all the developers um they don't want to say you know there isn't a hardware solution it needs work from a developer and sony have said we won't speak for you, but if you want to offer patches, you can do. Um, which is is kind of why they've said it's not backwards compatible as at a system level, but if you want to offer backwards compatibility, you can do. Okay, yeah. So that's that's kind of where what what I was about to say is that it's not it's not Sony kind of saying that they won't do it. It's that you know they're not the option to say that they can do it, and it's a different hardware. Other developers want gonna want to upgrade to match the hardware for that, and how are they going to package it? Whether it'll be a free update or uh, selling it as a as a new title. Um, uh, the price point is a little bit. I mean, like Sean said, the, the the caveat is that what are you expecting when there's other things out there? If you want a PC to run it, that's going to be a grand in its own. The the headsets are grand for like some of the other best ones that are out on the market at the moment. So for this price, comparatively, it's cheap, but it still is a. Uh, if say if you've not got a PS5 already, so you're buying a PS5, then the PSVR2, uh, and you're gonna want to buy some games for it as well. Like you are still looking at that like over a thousand pounds price point. Um, yeah, I, I I just don't. I'm not too sure. I don't understand maybe people's complaints in the way of of like. Uh, it just it's not necessarily something for everyone vr still i don't think um and i think the price reflects that that it is for uh, early adopters i i was going to say but psvr it was the thing for early adopters and now this is kind of the second iteration so it's not necessarily early but it is for the enthusiasts that that do want it um but it's probably a tough pill to swallow for people that are outside of VR that haven't been sold on VR yet um, that probably would need to get their foot in the door a little bit cheaper in their mind to be sold on what PSVR 2 is um, or, or VR in general, because I think there is a lot of naysayers still that wouldn't even touch VR yet. Um, and I think the, the one wire is a huge improvement over the first VR headset. Uh, for PlayStation, uh, 
but people want it wireless completely. So I think, you know, there's there's just pros and cons for it. I'm excited in ways of like the games that are coming out are looking great. Um, so I'm, I wonder what other people think here. Hmm. It's a very interesting one. I did say leading up to the announcement that I figured I thought Horizon was going to be built in. I was going to be thrown in the same way that PSVR Worlds was okay. when PSVR was released. Um, evidently, I was kind of right, but they're charging on top of it, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. But um, that is by far the killer app, I think, so far. And I think they're very much aware of that, which is why they've thrown it in um, with it for an extra 50 or 60 quid, I think it was. Um, so. Yeah, it's a very interesting time. Um, Kat, has this done anything to dis- persuade you to get a VR? No, I'm poor. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, fucking hell, that's really expensive. Like, it's basically you know, the, the same price as a, as a PlayStation. And then I was thinking to myself, well, hang on a minute. Like, like Sean was saying, it's got like over 45 games already confirmed to be sold on it. You know, it's really, really high tech. It's going to be like top of the range visual art stuff. Like, yeah, it kind of it, it does kind of deserve that price, I guess. And and I think as long as they keep adding to the to it, and they and they, you know they continue to do because I, I don't know why, but I always got the feeling with VR, especially the first one, like it was a great piece of kit, but there were like five good games. That's like, always the impression that I got was that like everyone was like, yeah, but once you've played Beat Saber, like played it all once you've played super hot everything's like meh like so i hope that that doesn't happen with this it doesn't look like it is going to happen with this because they've they've released so many titles um i was looking at the store the other day and they've started to actually like add them to the store they've got like a whole psvr2 section now um and i was just having a nosy the other day and they've got like they've just got some really cool looking games they've got like this the star wars one where it's like the picture makes it look like you're a bartender but you're not um and all I can think about is like, and I would play the VR just to hear that all day and be a bartender with a little hot thing. I think that would be a great VR game. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy it day one, but I do think that it might be something I do eventually get because I think it is worth it. I think I'd wait for it to come down in price a little bit if it ever did. And if it didn't say after like a year, I think I'd be like, fuck it, I'll buy it. So it's piqued my interest because I think of how many games are on there um, and are being confirmed. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like it's a very lonely console to play. Um, and at that price, it's going to probably be quite a lonely console or piece of kit that is going to be quite, you know, you can't play with your friends. Well, you can play with your friends, but it's rare, isn't it? I, I, don't, I haven't heard of anybody who goes, yeah, I go on PSVR every night with my mate. <laughs> so hopefully that changes as well. That'd be nice. I think uh, Sean and I played one game together on VR. Yeah. Once and it was like a it was like a bar game. We played we went to a bar and we just shot darts and played Sick. ping pong and stuff. Um that was fun. Yeah. Um yeah, and so like yeah, it's like paying five hundred pounds for the privilege to go to a virtual bar. <laughs> Which but you know, Call of the Horizon looks amazing. Some of the games look really, really slick on there. So yeah, it, it isn't a day one for me, but it is gonna be a, a chunk in my bank account when I can when I can afford it. Probably after the laptop though, because I am pretty desperate to get a laptop now. Mm. Wow. So calling the mountain, the chance to meet Aloy hasn't swayed you to 
Because you don't know, do you? Or do you? I don't know if you do. Because well, you don't. You, you don't play as Aloy, but uh, she's in there somewhere. Draken. Oh, she's got to be. Maybe. Maybe you'll yeah. see her like ride past. That'd be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, like you're on the little boat thing, like going and she's like, uh, and she's Sorry, like, can't stop. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that. That'd be cool. Uh, Sean, sorry, man, you were muting on and off there. Again, I lost the cat. I'm sorry. Not me, cat. Real cat. Yeah, that's my cat. I got the keyboard again. It just, yeah. Alrighty, uh, but minus uh, five hundred five hundred and thirty pounds. Um, are we going to be playing VRT together on launch day? Uh, probably not launch day. Maybe I don't know. I, we don't have a lot of space in this house, which makes it a little bit difficult to play VR as it is. Um, but I got to say, on Sony's front, I think they are pitching this probably the best. You know, we think about the PS Five when it came out. It didn't have a whole lot coming out with it, whereas PSVR Two is coming out with a whole bunch straight away. Um, and I think that's a good move. I think the pricing point, although it is expensive, especially in the current times that we're all kind of facing, um, I think like Sean has touched on, it's value for money in terms of what it's being aimed at and the technology that it's using. Um, the PSVR 1 headset is a decent kit, but it's got a lot of limitations. And I played plenty of games on there where the tracking was awful and it was non unplayable just because it was a bit of a mess in terms of tracking and everything else. Um, the idea of having a much better version of that, but getting to play all the, the good games that have been announced for it does have me intrigued. And, you know, I am kind of one where I've started to slip into like, if I get excited about something close to the launch, I could end up accidentally, definitely not on purpose buying it. Um, so there, there's potential there, maybe. It's not a, like a Gotham Knights, no. It's more of a, this is kind of a no at the moment. Um, but I also saw but Madison's been announced as a, a VR title. And if anyone's seen Madison, it is absolutely pretty terrifying. And the thought of playing, in, playing that in VR kind of has me intrigued. So that could sway me. But the deal break is Beat Saber 2, man. They have Beat Saber 2 on there. Day one. No question. I'll be all over it. Is Beat Saber, Saber 2, 2 even a thing? I'd, it should be. I don't think it is, <laughs> but it should be. Didn't they just milk Beat Saber for all it was worth? Yeah, and I still buy the packs every now and then because I still hop on it every like six months or so just to remind myself of why I love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they just need to make a second one, like a proper good second one. And if that gets announced for VR2, that will be my jumping in point. Even Synth Riders 2, if there was one of those, I'd probably jump in for that as well. Yeah, I'm thinking about that with like Tumble VR. Ooh. There was something about Tumble VR. I don't know what it was. It was my favorite <laughs> VR game. I absolutely fucking loved it. It was just place blocks on top of each other on a table. It was like simples. But it was the depth. It was being able to walk around the table, being able to look at the table moving things in and out, making everything so precise. It was like, this is so cool. <laughs> and I, I loved it. I loved it so much more than stuff like, you know, um, like the London heist and yeah. all that stuff. Cause I never felt like it, that never felt like VR to me. Yes. Um, it just like my hands were decapitated from my body and I was like, <laughs> this is just weird. Yeah, definitely. And I found with games like blood and truth, like, I just kept thinking to myself, this would be better if I was just playing it normally. Like, all I'm getting mm. is motion sickness and awful tracking, trying to headshot someone I can't shoot. Um, whereas, like you said, like, sometimes it's those little games where it's like, it's the little things in life personified into a video game. And that's when VR, like, becomes so much better. Like, I love Beat Saber because I literally just have two lightsabers and I just smash blocks to cool music. That's all I need mm. in my life. Just give me more of it. Um, 
but yeah the idea of playing Mad- madison is like prime for me and there's something about playing a horror game in vr that in a weird kind of masochistic way i just love it the big one was of course half-life alex which has not been announced yet for psvr2 yet um <laughs> yet i mean i think that may be a big thing for 2023 christmas maybe Ooh, um sony could be gearing up to give valve a lot of money to make that happen a lot of money <laughs> a lot of money uh but yeah we we shall see i think it needs those big ones it needs something like that i think to uh to really take a stake in the industry because there aren't that many you know must have essential vr games and it would it would appear i haven't played it but it would appear that half low Alex is that one yeah um is that game so it needs to be on the system because everyone who talks about it just talks about how ridiculously good that thing is so it's mm-hmm. like one of those that is a proper like genre killer and you just need to have it on your platform somehow some way yeah and so i hope sony uh i'm sure sony have uh have gone hey guys you want to just uh let's write your check and we'll uh <laughs> six six on platform it's a blank uh, yeah, check also. just put however much you want on it just take it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. We're not Microsoft. Let's just dial it back. Dial it back. That's true. Dial it back. So, yeah, I mean, I think it'll probably will go quiet now for a little bit. I think the pre orders open soon, um, only via PlayStation, which is odd. Um, you can't go to any other uh, retailer right now and get a VR2 for, for a pre order, which is a damn shame because I was, uh, I was I had a plan, but that plan has all gone out the window. So, uh, we shall, uh, we shall see if, uh, Retailers do actually get their hands on one of these things before February because that would be nice. But yeah, we'll see. Go to, um, there is a link. I'll put the link in the description if you do want to pre order yourself a shiny VR2. November 15th is the in- day. Indeed. So what, next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. Uh, it is, yes, next Tuesday. Blended. Um, yes. Launch day, I don't know. We shall see. Um, we'll just see what the situation is in my life at that point. But the horizon called the mountain. It calls you, Josh. You know, it just calls you. It's it's there. It's right there in the title. That's what it wants you to do. You know, I can faintly hear it. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it knows what it's doing. God damn it. Um, right then, let's move on. There isn't a lot of news this week, so we'll, we'll crack on with um, another thing. Uh, but footage of Hideo Kojima's unannounced overdose has seemingly leaked. Um, we talked about this very briefly last week about what the hell Kojima is up to. And uh, yeah, a few days later, we had a bit of a leak. Um, so this is VGC. Mr. Tom Ivan, footage of what appears to be a new horror game from Hideo Kojima has been published online. The footage, which has been widely circulated on social media and is viewable via this video embedded below, is seemingly the same gameplay that was first described in a Try Hard Guys report in June. It appears to feature Margaret Qualley, who starred in the Kojima production's debut game Death Stranding. It shows a character using a flashlight to navigate dark corridors from a third-person perspective. The video closes with a jump scare displaying Game Over, followed by a Hideo Kojima game, and finally, Overdose in big letters. Following the publication of the report describing the footage earlier this year, it was claimed that Kojima Productions requested its removal, seemingly lending weight to claims made in the story. So... We talked last week about how Kojima, you know, he's dreaming to make a future project. He wants to make he, he wants to make a revolutionary horror game. He wants to do something that's a new medium, something that we've never seen before, something that binds the links between movies and games, unlike anything you've ever seen before. Something, you know, very Kojima, all these words. Um, so um, yeah. Uh, Miles, did you see the footage? What do you make of Overdose? 
And is that it the is. kind of Hideo Kojima game that you want? Hideo Kojima? Kojima? Kojima, <laughs> you know what I mean. Hideo? Yeah. Hideo that guy. I love it. Um, yes, I like the look of the footage, but it looks very standard third-person horror game so far. Like, the little bit that's been shown off. Also, I don't know if any of you watched to the very end, but you can literally see the guy who's filming it is just topless in the background, and I was like, this is kind of weird. Um, the footage itself looks good. You know, graphically, we can't really see a whole lot because it's obviously being filmed on a mobile phone. Um, but it looks very Kojima. It's going to have really kind of good graphics. It's going to have high production values. Um, the bit that was shown off, the way it was kind of filmed and stuff is very typical Kojima-esque. Um, I still, I'm not seeing this revolutionary stuff he's been, you know, building up, but obviously it's like, what, 30 seconds to a minute long. So it's hard to tell. The only thing I really spotted is when she finishes walking down the hallway, the character, uh, you can see like this flipping like red dot or whatever from down the hallway. And I don't know if that's just a threat indicator as to where the thing is that she's hiding from, or if that's some kind of interactive thing of like, you now have a choice of do you hold your ground or do you and the audience or other people maybe like choose to run down that hallway or something to that effect. Um, that's the only real thing in my mind that I could see that differentiated it from any other game. It looked very much like, you know, the medium or something like that, um, but just better quality graphics. Um, I'm intrigued. Like we've talked about before, I absolutely adore Kojima. I think everything he makes is excellent in his own weird way. Um, I just, again, I want to find out more about this thing because I just feel like I still don't know anything about it. Um, I always find leaks like this, I'm always a bit torn because I want to see what it's all about. But at the same time, I know that you don't really get a lot of info from a leak because it's being designed in a way that's going to get shown off properly when we do get told stuff. Um, so I'm trying not to read too much into it too soon because just like the GTA leaks, it wasn't really intended for us to see it yet. So we can't glean a whole lot from it at this point. Um, but from what we have seen, there's a lot of Kojima stuff going on. Um, but I want to see more weirdness, you know? I'm sure he's got some wackiness somehow shoehorned into this game because he always manages to one way or another. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I just want to know more about it. And I'm not trying not to get too hyped about something that we've only seen, you know, 40 seconds of. Sure. Sure. Overdose by Kojima. <laughs> Um, Sean, where are you with Kojima these days? I know you said you recently played Death Stranding. Are you looking forward to seeing uh, a kind of horror title from him? Uh, yes, I am, because I think that this is... Uh, initially, I was a bit like cold on this because he, he talks a big game, you know, I'm going to agree it's a new medium. Um, but then when you start to kind of connect all the dots together about what he's been talking about recently and, and what we saw, I mean, I wasn't in, impressed at all with what, what that, the, the leak gameplay showed. Um, but if if I've re- if you read between the lines and you, you see what he's trying to make, um, it sounds really interesting. So, uh, I mean, it, pinning it all together, it sounds like what he's trying to do is make a horror game creation suite, so that players can create a horror game for another player to play through and others to watch. So this is the whole you know this this whole Xbox streaming Azure for, farm thing that he's he's been trying to to get off the ground where you'll have people designing a, a, a way, like a, a path for this character to go through. Um, and your your audience will be able to follow this character through. And I think that red blinking thing is actually a, another player watching. Like, so you would be able to see where other players are watching from. 
and you know obviously you would have a villain that, that chases them through so you know it sounds like an interesting concept i don't know how it's going to work in practice um but i'm sure that he wouldn't publish something that was going to be total shit um so yeah i'm 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 on if, if if any of this, if any of what he's been talking about actually comes to fruition, I think it's going to be a really interesting concept. Um, like, mm. you know, when back in the day when we had these, you know, the telltale uh, group plays, you know, where you nah. used to have good, you know, get a lot of people together with their phones and we'd make multiple chases and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I think there's there's room for that kind of group play stuff to exist. And um, yeah, uh, if, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Kojima. It's, for sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, without a doubt. Um, Kat, you said last week you want you're, you're not too hot on Kojima. Did you see the footage? Did it get mm. you? It's not that I'm not too hot on him at all. I've I love I I love horror games, as you know. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's just that I I haven't had the opportunity to play a lot. Um, I haven't played Death Stranding, although I've seen a lot of it. Um, but it was more just that like I'm not too hyped to watch a film. <laughs> in my game um yeah you know me i'm not into survival horrors i did see the leaked footage it looks scary I, at first i was a bit like cool yeah they're walking around the kitchen fucking or like some sort of basementy thing sweet cool it reminded me of the hospital scene in um last of us 2 um and uh yeah and then someone gets chased and then i pieced out so <laughs> uh but like like someone said it, it wasn't intended for us to see I'm sure what he does will be a spectacle. You know, he's always got big names. It's always a huge, a huge kind of thing. But like Miles was saying, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary so far. So yeah, we'll we'll see what comes of it. We'll see if it's confirmed or denied as well. You know, I can imagine someone's probably going to come out and be like, that wasn't it. That was a troll. Um, or someone will say, oh, look, uh, yeah, no, that was just some really early stuff. And if it is, then great. Cool. But Pinch of salt. Pinch of salt. Pinch of salt. Pinch of like salt, the Reddit, like the Reddit little tab thing says. Pinch of salt. Pinch of salt and throw it over your shoulder. You know. I mean? Yeah. Just me. What about you? Yeah, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Fair. Like Hideo Kojima horror game is like, no. There's a few things I don't need in yeah, my like, life. Yeah, like hands down, won't play it. But just, like, yeah, just nah. I'd watch someone play it. That's the thing. But, is like, I do get a kick out watching people. I'm excited to see what it is for others. What we could do one day, Ross, I think this would be a, an excellent series, is we could play horror games. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. pay so much good money to watch the two of you play Saturnalia or Madison or Alien Isolation. I you actually pay good money. I you would pay, pay very good money to because watch I will. Happen. I will do this part-time job. I will, like, we could, like, name it a whole thing. Like, it must be, like, two people who will literally piss their pants playing <laughs> horror games as a series. I think that's a fuck crack idea. Well, you know, I've been uh, I've been testing out my streaming stuff recently, so um, well, I'm aiming to do I'm it a, a lot over, more next year. I'll bring Mackies. We're playing something. Josh, could you imagine them doing the mines in Saturnalia? <laughs> Thing is, no, though, we're going to need can't. like some sort of sound <laughs> resolution because I will scream. I'll be screaming. So oh yeah, don't worry. Sort of we'll, sound um, editing. Yeah, we'll keep the uh, mics at a certain decibel level. Um, yes. Yeah. Make sure that you don't break all of my equipment. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a load of I mean I downloaded Resi 2 and 3 in Village um this week or last week. Um I'm starting through Resi 2. Village I'm I'm kinda of putting off, but I want to play reverse. Damn it, Miles. Why, why haven't we played reverse yet? 
Oh my god, yeah. Let's play that this week at some point. It has, it has concurrent players right now with 210. Oh my god, that must be a so, record for it. So so let's go. You know what I mean? Peak, peak numbers on 210. Yeah. I love that. Hell yeah. Um, Josh, do you want to uh, finish this off? Uh, yeah, I think Sean uh, has good ideas for what it could be. And I also thought in a similar vein of like audience participation um, of maybe like the streaming aspect of it is the is levels being algorithmically changed in the process of you playing with people watching and those people watching, are they insidious? Are they helping you out as well as the bad guy coming along? So it's a little bit like when we were talking about Saturnalia last week, kind of the levels kind of changing per death or something like that. Like it's taken that to another step where it's like, it changes moment to moment, depending on just like some sort of algorithm within the cloud that, that then sends it to the level and you just play something different every single time whether or not you've played the level once or 10 times it won't be the same um so yeah i'm i'm kind of looking forward to it uh didn't really see much more than just that guy's chest throughout the whole video which is fucking weird don't do that silly (laughs) but yeah we'll see I, i also um the posters that he's been posting of you know the different actors um throughout the weeks uh is this connected it doesn't i i feel like the the uh, typography of the the logo for the game in the leak and the promotional material that he's been putting out is very different so god knows if he's got two things going on at once or if they are connected somehow um but like i said last week as well we'll probably see it game awards oh yeah jeff Keighley's gonna milk the shit out of this thing whatever it is and do you yeah, think it will be the same sort of footage that we saw from the leak that's going to be in the Game Awards, or do you think we're going to get something brand new? Oh, we'll get something brand new. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not Kojima's way to uh, show off stuff we've already seen. Yeah, true. Um, I imagine it'll probably be just a CG trailer. I, I doubt we'll see gameplay. To be mm. honest, was that Jeff Keighley's nipples in the video? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I think I'm traumatized for life. <laughs> Kojima's behind him, just rubbing them slowly. <laughs> oh God, where is this going? <laughs> where does this end? Maybe oh. that this was the like elite video that Jeff was supposed to send to Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched yes. the fresh gameplay. Oh my God, it's so good! <laughs> I had to watch it naked. It was so good. <laughs> uh, the, the footage just cut off on YouTube just at the right time before things started really getting a little bit, you know, too full, yeah. a bit too heavy. Yeah. yeah. Before its camera got too sticky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the real horror yeah. isn't the game. Exactly. <laughs> Can you find naked Jeff Keighley in Hideo Kojima's new game? <laughs> It'd just be the kind of thing Hideo would do, would do oh, as well. You like. know exactly who he would. You know, you know he would. It's just oh, some random Easter egg that you'd find in a. Oh, I don't even oh, want to think God. about it. And so continues our hatred for Jeff Keighley. <laughs> Look out for off for our coverage of the game boards in December. Very exciting. Um, rather, that's about it really for news. There's a couple of things that dropped since we've been recording. Um, very, very small things. Activision have confirmed a full premium Call of Duty release is planned for 2023. There was rumors that it was just going to skip this year and go uh, in for a massive one in 2024. Jason Schreier has now been on Twitter and said, no, that's not true. The next game by Treyarch is coming out in 2024. 
next year, 2023, there will be a massive premium upgrade to Modern Warfare 2 instead of a full game. It's supposed to have lots of content, maybe that's why they called it a full release. But yeah, that's about as we know so far for the new Call of Duty. Apparently it's not coming next year, but a lot of news people have taken this and ran with it. Um, I guess we'll find out. Triad is normally good for this sort of thing. What does so that we'll mean? See. Uh, what does that mean? That is the question. Um, I don't know what else they could add to... Uh, Modern Warfare 2 is a stacked game, um, so I don't know what else they can add. I'm waiting on Warzone 2. I'm looking forward to that. But, yeah, who knows? Modern Warfare 3, maybe? I'm just going to throw it <laughs> in. the whole new campaign. God, who I mean, knows? Story DLC? Because, yeah. I reckon it'll be Story DLC to finish off. Yeah, story kinda, that doesn't finish off. Yeah, it does end abruptly, doesn't it? Well, I just feel like there, there was stu- there was stuff in Modern Warfare to the original one that we didn't get to in this one. But I think you know we could have done if we wanted to. Yeah, like g- given a bit more time. So yeah, they are too. I'd take that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I guess we'll find out. But uh, yeah, so there's not a new Call of Duty next year, according to Shrier. But more content for Modern Warfare 2. But yeah, there's a lot of news going around saying there is a new one, but there isn't apparently. So yeah, a lot of good information there. Do you reckon it'll be like... uh, Prince of Persia remake? Oh, sorry. Do you sorry, reckon it'll be on. like a little side story featuring Soap and Ghost just having a banter off for like an entire two hours worth of content? Because that feels like all Modern Warfare 2 is. <laughs> That'd be so sweet. That, that's, I... my favorite, the, that's my favorite part of the whole campaign. It's so good, isn't it? It's so good. It's so good. It's written so well. It really um, is. And I really forget sometimes I'm playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's when Ghost makes play- that really dark joke that got me. Oh dear. Yeah. It's all good. Right. Legs and please. What? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really threw me off when I first heard it. I was like, damn. Uh, the Prince of Persia remake is not cancelled, but there's no update on a release date. Um, this is the Prince of Persia Sound of Time remake. That has seemingly fallen off the face of the earth, um, which was announced a couple of years ago and has been in disaster development hell ever since. Um, there's no update on release date, but it is still coming out apparently. Uh, what else? Little things. Phil Spencer of Xbox wants to talk to Blizzard about classic RTS games like StarCraft. Miles, does this excite you? Very, 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 very much so. I figured it would. Give it yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to buy an Xbox first. Oh no, just give it to me. I've got a oh, PC, no. it's fine. Yeah, you can play it on PC Game Pass, I suppose. Um, Final Fantasy 16 is a PS5 exclusive for six months only marketing claims um, on the new trailer. Um, very interesting. So that could mean it's coming to Xbox um, a little closer than we thought. Uh, there's an Indie World Showcase for Nintendo Switch coming this week. Um, that's on the 9th of November, uh, which of course will be Wednesday. Always worth a look because they have some cracking games in their showcases. And um, Modern Warfare 2 has topped $1 billion in 10 freaking days. So well done, Activision. You are still making that money, money. Don't take it off PlayStation, though, because you won't make that money, money, money no more. Did you see that tweet from PlayStation? Um, where they were like, Sony, this is the biggest cod ever! On on PlayStation, <laughs> it's like they were so desperately trying to make a point that she came off really, really awkward. They didn't really um, have to like... try, though, did they? Let's be honest. Like, no, no, exactly. Like Activision have actively been hammering my my mailbox to say, 
this is the biggest card launch of all time on PlayStation. Mm. And PlayStation put it out there and everyone went, Oh, look at you. But actually, like everyone's been saying it, like you know. Yeah. It's yeah. settle down, PlayStation. You're gonna be fine. Phil Spencer himself has said Cod's not going anywhere, so just relax. You're okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen cracking reviews for God of War Ragnarok, which of course is due out on Wednesday. And we've seen solid reviews for Sonic Frontiers. Thank the Lord. Um, very exciting. We didn't get code. Sorry, I'm fine about it. I'm not bitter about it at all. Don't worry about it. It's absolutely cool. Totally fine. All right, guys. I'm fine. Honestly, really, honestly, I'm cool. Don't worry about it. What, what makes me happy? 73 on Metacritic, Sean. I never thought that was going to happen. That's what it deserves, isn't it, really? It's all right for a Sonic game. I'm happy with that. Jesus Mate, Christ. The fact, the fact that, like, a, a, a Team Sonic game, or Sonic Team? Which, which Sonic Team. Sonic, Sonic Team. team. The fact that Sonic Team have put something out and didn't it didn't get a four or five out of ten from the majority of people, it's a miracle. It's a, it's an absolute godsend. So yeah, game of the year, Sonic Frontiers. Say it now. You'll see. I am very very hyped to jump into that tomorrow. I cannot wait. Um, yeah. So yeah, have a guess what I'm going to be talking about a lot on the next podcast. Um, all right, then let's get into our recommendations. This is where we've seen something throughout the week that we think we want to share with you, our loyal listeners whether it be a game, a movie, a TV show, a comic book, a TV, or a crutch. I don't know. I'm looking at things. Uh, who was a good first yet? Josh, what is your recommendation for the week? Uh, my recommendation for this week is a game called Signalis, or Signalis, Oh uh, yeah, you want to say it. Uh, I think it's on Xbox Game Pass. I'm playing it on PlayStation 4 on, the, on a PS5 console. It is a classic homage to survival horror. Um, by way of your Silent Hills or your Resident Evils, um, with a dark tech futuristic aspect to it. It kind of reminds me of like the thing crossed with both Silent Hill and Resident Evil, kind of taking uh, cues from either both of those while still being a very original game. Um, it's enigmatic, it's dark, it goes, it goes to weird places very early on, very artsy but not pretentious um and i'm just really enjoying it it kind of feels like a ps1 game that plays like a current gen game um the way it looks it's kind of like pixel art but 3d ish as well kind of like how ps1 games used to be like um i'm just really enjoying it um sunk in a few hours of it today uh and i just couldn't get away from it um it's just really cool uh, really atmospheric, and I implore people that like classic survival horrors to definitely dive into this because you're going to love it. Yeah, but it's really good. It is on Game Pass. I can confirm that. Very um, well. Then. So yeah, it's downloaded on my Xbox, ready to go very soon. I'm looking forward to, to looking forward to jumping in for sure. I've um, got got a game to play tomorrow, but it's alright. I'll play thing this eventually. Um, Kat, your recommendation. <laughs> Uh, my recommendation is uh, don't try and sing when you can't sing. Um, no, um, my recommendation is well, I have a very uh, complicated relationship with the gym. I really like the idea, I really fucking hate going. Um, but there is something that I have found that is very, very cool and is probably at your gym in your local area if they do Les Mills or Lay Mills, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, programs and that's body jam 
um and I do body jam weekly and it's essentially like doing one big step up dance um and it looks fucking badass by the end of it and you lose like you know it, it gives you enough like work that you know you can you can burn like 400 calories in the 45 minutes to an hour that you do and it's really really fun it's literally like learning a dance and then you do the dance at the end all at once and yeah you just burn loads of calories doing it because it's and you get stronger and you get more fit and healthy like I was honestly like a red-faced tomato the first time I ever went and now I'm like oh like you know not a red-faced tomato or a little reindeer and I really enjoy it and it's kind of the only reason that I keep my gym membership because it's just really fun I don't think I'd go to the gym if I didn't have that it kind of doesn't make me feel like I want to die a little bit in the gym um so yeah if you feel like you don't love the gym but you want some exercise in and you want it to be fun and you like dancing um yeah go check it out because I think they do online classes as well um so yeah banging good that's my that's my recommendation I love it I love it I hate the gym but that sounds like fun I've always wanted to be in a step-up movie it's pretty badass you do feel pretty cool yeah sounds like he's trying to tell him that Unfortunately not. Forget it. Damn, I'm going on. Screw it. If I can't look like Magic Mike in two weeks, I'm not going. Sean, what's your recommendation for the week? You would look like Magic Mike within two weeks, Ross. Don't you worry. Thanks, bud. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I have two quick recommendations uh the first is a tv program called the orville which i know i'm criminally late to um it's now three seasons in and i don't know why i never kind of got into watching this tv show because it seems like it'll be my jam but it's basically like um star trek but a like a sitcom at the same time <laughs> and um yeah it's pretty cool i i've watched now like two seasons of it very very quickly and uh yeah, it's it's much better than I was gonna, ever ever thought it was going to be. Um, my other recommendation is is bingo, um, but not just any bingo. What either? Yeah, yeah. So just 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 hear me out. Hear me okay. out. Okay. Is it the loco bingo? There's there's bingo loco or there's yeah. bongos bingo. Oh, I've um, done bongos bingo. Yeah. So so basically, this is bingo, but also a party where everyone gets drunk, uh, and they give away prizes so and. Well, yeah, like somebody had one of their fake eyelashes whipped off by a dildo at uh, the last one. Um, so, you know, these things happen to these things. Um, a giant dildo that was being thrown around the room. So, yeah, I mean, just, just go to play bingo and, and drink and get fun. It sounds fun. Isn't that uh, a Monday in Stoke? People getting eyelashes whipped off by a dildo. Yeah, that's more the, like a Friday night. But, the way but, yeah, you, the, the way you describe Stoke, you know. <laughs> um, until Friday, it's like a, it's like Mad Max. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then Friday comes around, and everyone's too drunk to care about the lack of water, <laughs> or or a general. Um, yeah, that's that's my recommendations. Thank you very much for listening. All right, I love it. The Orville's on Disney Plus, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, I hope there's cool. a season four. Re- renew the Orville, etc. <laughs> Get on that hashtag. Thank you. Uh, Miles, your recommendation? 
Mine is a movie this week. Uh, I watched, a movie? I know, right? A movie. Um, I watched Terrifier 2 because I'd heard all the hype about people throwing up in cinemas and passing out and fainting and stuff. And I was like, that's a movie I've got to watch, you know? Um, it's probably the best worst movie I think I've maybe ever seen in the sense of it's like the most extreme, over-the-top, unnecessary slasher ever. But equally, there's kind of like this humorous ridiculousness to it. But the gore is like unbelievable. Like, think Saw and Hostel melded together, and it still doesn't even compare to how fucking gory this thing is. Um, but it never got to the point where I was like, it's not a good horror movie at all. Um, and I don't really think that's actually the point as much as it was built up to be. Um, but there is like a couple of really good scenes. The guy who plays the the bad dude in it is a clown um the guy who plays the clown is brilliant he doesn't speak but he like mimes everything and he is really on point and there are a couple of really really good scenes in it um but the story is abysmal the, as is usually the case these kind of movies the writing and dialogue are absolutely awful you're here to watch people get mangled in lots of different ways and you will have that delivered like the deaths in this movie are absolutely completely obliteratingly obscene um but, but it's two and a bit hours long and i don't know why it's so long. um i i'm so conflicted as to how i feel about it because a part of me's like that was just crazy i can't believe i watched it and another part of me's like that's two hours of my life i'll probably never get back um so if you really really love slasher movies this is like the epitome of the ultimate slasher horror uh, gore fest uh but if you're not really into like slasher over actual horror then this will not be a good time for you. But I kind of weirdly recommend it just so that someone else can experience what I went through for two hours and I can debrief with someone about how weird this movie is. So yeah, that's mine. Look out for our spoiler special very soon. Oh my God, please. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. Uh, Yeah, it is. I I saw it on um, my movie list the other day. I was like, hmm. I've seen some like TikToks about it and I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I don't mind. Like, like I said yesterday, if I'm disconnected from this kind of stuff, I kind of enjoy it. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe it's on the list. But I yeah, mean, it how, sounds how, it sounds stupid. So, but it sounds good. How do you deal with like obscene amounts of like violence and blood? Well, the thing is, when it's completely and ridiculously over the top, it's not scary. Okay, you know, it's just it's just over the top. Yes, you know, it is. So, it is very much that, but the special effects, I will give credit to this. I think the entire budget went on the effects of decapitating people, and there's a bit where like a person's knee gets busted in, and it's visceral. Like I felt it in my own knee, and I was like, damn. Um, but equally, it's not like scary, but horror. It's more like, oh, that's disgusting kind of mm. horror. Um, and I have a thing about eyes, like anything that happens to someone's eye, like makes me physically unwell. And the first 20 minutes of this movie is just eyes getting sliced and popped. Ugh. Even thinking about it makes me feel sick. Um, so that was my worst nightmare for about 20 minutes. <laughs> eyes and chips, eh? Where's your teeth? Yeah. There you go. Weird, weird couple of things, isn't it? You got to gouge out eyes and eat chips and you'll make the ultimate horror uh, movie for Miles. Use yeah. eyes as like eggs that you would dip in oh, okay chips. i'm i'm gonna leave because i can't <laughs> even cope with this it's too much for me now do you have to see the first one to understand the second one or can you just jump through <laughs> i've i've not watched the first one so did it make I sense no though idea. 
Uh, yes, I think it just carries on from where the first one ends. Uh, There's yeah. some deep lore that we need to read before we watch it. I mean, no. <laughs> Mm. The story is so bad and the characters are so awful that I wouldn't be particularly worried. And I get the impression in the first movie, just everyone is dead from the first movie. So sure. that's kind yeah. of all you need to know, I think. Fair enough. Okay, I'm down. Do, do you think that that um, Chris Jericho is going to get a an award nomination soon as that they are submitting Terrifier 2 to all of the award panels? <laughs> Yeah, it got admitted to the Oscars because why not? That's what that I saw an article literally as I was like doing my cribbing for oh this. God. They were like, We submitted the Terrifier 2 to the Oscars because it's too funny not to. I would honestly You've got I to. Would, maybe maybe special effects. Yeah, I mean for special effects. Yeah, maybe. Fair enough. But for everything else, no. <laughs> so, so so not best screenplay, not not best actor. Oh. Like Chris Jericho definitely needs to win best actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this movie being up alongside like proper Oscar movies and then just being like Terrifier 2? Why is Probably this here? Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win and Chris Jericho's not there instead. He does the that Revenant 2 and doesn't win it again. Instead Terrifier 2 pips him to it. Oh, that'd be the dream. That would be classic. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what's mine? Mine is a movie also. Um, but it's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's um, a film called Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Um, this is only available on Roku devices, which is weird um, in itself. Um, so if you want to watch this film, you need to have a Roku. You need to be um, all signed up to Roku Premium or whatever it is. Um, I didn't do that. I found other ways of watching it because I really wanted to see this film, but I wasn't going to pay £50 for a device to watch it. This is a film all about Weird Al Yankovic. Now, I know he's not massive over here in the UK, but um, I, I was brought up on his kind of like parody songs. He's just a big old comedic songwriter. He writes um, parody songs of other people's famous music. And they decided to make a whole film about him. Um, Al Yankovic wrote the script. Um, it stars Daniel Radcliffe as Al Yankovic. Um, another crazy decision um, in his career. Imagine having so much money, you can just do whatever the hell you want with your career. And that's exactly what Daniel Radcliffe does. And it's so much fun to watch. And he plays Al Yankovic with so much spirit and so much heart. And the film is so, so funny. Um, it's completely over the top. It's a parody in itself of music biopics. So there's a segment where he gets drunk and like loses love of his life and is in a car crash. None of this ever happened in Weird Al's life, but they kind of incorporate it anyway, just to parody that kind of idea. And it's... It's a really funny movie. Evan Rachel Wood is in it, you know, from Westworld and 13. She plays Madonna. Um, and she plays a, a evil version of Madonna. It's very, very funny. And there's a lot of fun cameos in there as well. Um, so if you're looking for something that's just off the wall, an hour and a half, very fun, light entertainment, I highly recommend uh, Weird, the Yankovic story, if you can find it. And if you have a Roku device, get it watched because it is a lot of fun. Um, all right, then. I guess we're going to go to Out This Week. And Out This Week, well, what on earth is Out This Week? What can I possibly say this week? Tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this on the day this podcast goes up, the one, the only, the 73 on Metacritic, Sonic Frontiers, is finally out. And you can go and get it on all your things. Um, apparently, don't play the Switch version. That's what I've heard. But everything else apparently is oh, it is a okay. Um, Return to Monkey Island is coming to PS5 and Xbox. I give that a very, very good review earlier uh, this year. Go check it out because it's freaking epic and a lot of fun. Uh, 
Um, Football Manager 2023 comes to PC and Xbox tomorrow as well. Um, that's another time sink that's gonna I'm gonna lose my mind to. Um, it is also coming out on PS5, but that version has been delayed for an undisclosed reason. Very, very interesting. But yeah, that will be coming to PS5 eventually, but it's not quite ready for release tomorrow. Um, November 9th sees the release of a very small game called God of War Ragnarok, um, which is going to be well, it's going to be the biggest game of the year. Um, so do make sure your PS5 has at least 100 gigs ready for that goodness on Wednesday. Oh, I forgot. Um, Sifu is coming to Switch on November 8th. Remember that trailer? Ugh, that was uh, that was a bad trailer. Um, but yeah, hey, they, they, they might have tidied that up before before the game comes out, so who knows. November 10th sees Bloody Ties, the Dying Like 2 DLC uh, release on all the systems. Um, this is that one where they have like, the underground fighting rings and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, well worth a look if you're into Dying Like 2 still. I'm looking for more content. You know it's going to be supported for years. But yeah, Bloody Ties comes out tomorrow. We also have the Cult of the Lamb DLC, uh, Blood Moon Festival coming out on November 10th. That's coming out on all the things. Um, so if you are into Cult of the Lamb, and we give it a very positive review, um, do check that out. Um, Atari 50, the anniversary celebration, I believe it's just a compilation of a load of classic Atari games coming out on November 11th. That's on all the things. Um, Resi, Resident Evil 2 is coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, that's in the cloud. So if you have a very good internet connection, you can now play Resident Evil 2 on your Switch. How about that? Um, November the 14th sees... Sonic Frontiers get Monster Hunter DLC. Um, that's not hanging around. I think I've gone past this week, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a lot coming out. We've got a big week ahead. So there's something for everyone there, I think. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's all sounding pretty goddamn good. Uh, which is stress. November 10th, um, Vampire Survivors is coming out on Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. This is a game that was been in early access for a while. Um, I played it for like £3.20, I think, earlier this year after it got, it got recommended to us by Ethan Lawrence. And I absolutely loved it. It was really, really good fun. So do not sleep on Vampire Survivors. Um, I think Mars played it as well. You played it as well? Uh, I did, yeah. I played about an hour of it and also, get confirmed, had a lot of very good fun. Only when I got good weapons, though. Some of the weapons, like, if you start with a bad one, it's rough. But if you get a good weapon early on, it's it's wicked. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, top-down shooty fun. Um, so... Be sure to check that out if you have a spare five minutes. It's a really, really good, fun, cheap game that you can uh, play in between your biggins this week. Uh, but that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at FNGRGNS. If you want to follow us individually, all of our handles are in the description below. Except for Mars, of course, he's smart and not on Twitter! If you really like what we do, why not follow our Patreon? For $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast hosting services and keep the website nice and shiny. But that's it. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. We'll see you next week for more Finger Guns Gaming Goodness. But until then, it is goodbye from Joshua Thompson. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, it's goodbye from Kat. Bye! It's goodbye from Miles Thompson. Oh, well. And it's goodbye from Dylan Davies. And it's goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.